Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey everybody, tonight we're debating veganism on trial and we're starting right now with Philip, our vegetarian guest who is on your right side of the screen, folks. Philip, thanks for being here and the floor is all yours. Thank you, James, for having me. Thank you, Richard, for talking with me and thank you everyone that is watching. Okay, so uh, vegans want us, by virtue of being non-vegan, to defend factory farming, when in reality, vegans have to demonstrate that consumers are responsible for an industry's actions. When buying a ticket to a Hollywood movie, do we ask moviegoers to defend the exploitation and sexual abuse that occurs in Hollywood? Are moviegoers now responsible for rape and sexual exploitation because they bought a movie ticket? The burden of proof is on the vegans to show that consumers are responsible for every single action that an industry partakes in, and vegans have never substantiated this. Once vegans have attempted to substantiate the claim that consumers are responsible for every action an industry partakes in, then what you'll see me do in this debate is to apply that same reasoning to other areas. I will apply their own reasoning as to why it is immoral to consume eggs, to why it is immoral to have a demand for a wide variety of products, from clothing to gasoline to excess foodstuffs. You will notice that the very same reasoning they use to justify why buying eggs is immoral can be used to justify why buying unnecessary clothing, gasoline, excess calories is also immoral. Yet vegans claim that um, avoiding these products isn't obligatory. This is where veganism reaches a contradiction. If vegans claim we are responsible for the harms in industrial practices, then they too are responsible for the harms when they engage in hedonistic or recreational consumerism. Therefore, veganism logically leads to consumerist minimalism. But vegans believe that you don't have to be a consumer minimalist to be vegan, even when their own reasoning leads to that conclusion. To put it into perspective, if everyone in the United States cut, for example, 500 calories every day from wheat, there would be 165 trillion less calories for wheat in demand every single day. Divide that by approximately 4 million calories per acre of wheat farmland, you're looking at 41,250 acres of farmland that wouldn't have existed due to demand. Studies show that there are hundreds of millions of animals per acre of farmland, which come out to tens of thousands of animals that wouldn't be exposed to pesticides per person per day if everyone just cut 500 calories from wheat from their daily diet. This is just an example. The calories can be from anything, but vegans don't accept this. They don't believe it is obligatory to cut calories. The average male can survive and thrive on just 2,500 calories a day. Therefore, by vegan reasoning, anything above that level per day makes you culpable for animals harmed than pesticide use. However, I see vegans consume an absurd number of calories per day. I've seen vegans live in huge houses that consume a lot of electricity per day, electricity fueled by fossil fuels, which harms animals, drive in their cars and fly planes for countless hours, vehicles powered by gasoline produced from ethanol from corn production, and have huge wardrobes full of their favorite clothing they buy weekly made from cotton production. You don't need to eat, you need to eat to survive, but you don't need to eat a large excess number of calories to survive. You need shelter to survive, but you don't need a big house with large amounts of, of electricity to survive. You arguably need clothing to survive, but you don't need a huge wardrobe that is updated weekly. Vegans claim that unnecessary harm that comes from dairy and eggs is immoral, yet believe that harm that comes from unnecessary consumerist behaviors is morally acceptable. I don't see the consistency there. 
To wrap it up, the difference between me and a vegan is this. I believe that harm done in industrial practices is wrong. It's terrible. However, I am unconvinced that consumers bear responsibility for every single harm conducted by people in an industry. It's up to the vegan to prove this. The vegan believes that harm done in industrial practices is wrong, and they believe they are responsible for it, and yet they still continue to leave to lead hedonistic consumerist lifestyles. Who's worse? You decide. Thank you. Thanks, Philip, for that opening statement. And we are going to kick it over to Vegan Gains for his opening statement. Want to let you know, in the meantime, folks, if it's your first time here at Modern Day Debate, we are a neutral platform hosting debates on science, religion, and politics. And that includes juicy upcoming debates like what you'll see on the bottom right of your screen. Tom Jump and Vosh will be debating next week on the Super Straight Debate. So you don't want to miss it. Hit that subscribe button and that notification bell so you don't miss it. And with that, we're going to kick it over to Vegan Gaines. Thanks so much for being with us again. Richard, the floor is all yours. All right. So uh, anytime you're going to commit violence on another human or another creature, I think that violence has to be justified. I think uh, most of us would agree that um, unnecessary violence committed uh, against a human being is wrong. And I think the logical extension to that is we should apply the same principle to animals. I don't see a big enough distinction uh, or a meaningful distinction between humans and animals where Unnecessary violence is unjustified against a human, but it is justified against an animal. Uh, when you pay for meat, dairy, or eggs, uh, I believe you are responsible for the practices committed by the industry. Uh, I will point out that it is a straw man that you're responsible for every action committed by the industry, but you are certainly responsible for uh, for what you're paying for. If the product is suffering, death, murder, then you certainly are responsible for that product and the practices that go in to producing that product. Um, and uh, like, let's just kick it off there. That's my opening statement. You got it. Thanks very much, Richard. And want to let you know, folks, Vegan Gains is linked in the description. Highly encourage you, if you haven't yet, you can click on that link down below. Philip does not currently have a link, and that's why it says no link at the moment. But with that, we're going to jump into the open conversation. And so thanks so much, gentlemen. The floor is all yours. Yeah, uh, so thank you for that. Um, I want to start off with a question because I just want to understand, um, since you say that um, consumers aren't responsible for every single harm partaken in an industry, I just want to see which harms do consumers are which harms are responsible for cons by consumers, right? So um, when you buy like a cupcake, right, a vegan cupcake from a man who um, abuses his family, are you responsible for abusing his family? No. So here's the so here's the distinction you used. Um, like Hollywood, we know that there's a lot of sexual abuse that goes on in Hollywood. Um, these are personal choices made by individuals that don't, that aren't directly related to the product you're buying, which is the movie. So if, um, let's say a Hollywood producer chooses to sexually abuse some of the actors or actresses, um, you're not paying for that. What you're paying for is the movie production. Um, now in contrast to that, when you're paying for meat, dairy, eggs, the product that you are buying is murder. You are essentially hiring a hitman to kill these animals for you. That's literally the product. So anything related to that, uh, like keeping these animals contained in confined cages, 
the abuse that's related to, uh, you know, some of their, their treatment in, in these, you know, confined conditions and the actual murder itself, like their throats getting slit open. That is literally what you're paying for. You're paying for this to happen. So that's the difference. The difference is in the Hollywood context where you're buying a movie, you're not commissioning for like anyone to be raped. Whereas in the animal agriculture con uh, context, you are. That is literally what you're paying for. Uh, I like. I guess the best analogy I could use in a human context is paying for a hitman. If you're like, if we're going to be ridiculous and say that you're responsible for every single action uh, that's perpetrated within an industry, then like, then uh, I, I guess. Oh, wait. Well, first of all, I want to point out this is a two-quote qui fallacy. So claiming that, um, you know, one harm committed by an industry justifies another, that's just a two-quote qui fallacy. That is literally a two-quote qui fallacy. So you're basically saying... Well, no, I, it's I, never okay. justified, I never justified my actions by saying, oh, you do the action as well. I'm merely, oh, uh, okay. I'm merely agnostic about the actions for an industry. It's up to you to prove okay, that you're responsible saying. for it, right? Okay, I see what you're saying. So, yeah, like in a human context, if you're paying for a hitman, uh, you would say that the, the person hiring a hitman is morally responsible for what the hitman does. Similar in the animal agriculture context... Since, like, if you're buying a movie ticket, you're not commissioning, uh, like, a woman to be raped. You're just paying for a movie. Uh, you're not responsible for, like, any potential rape or sexual abuse that happens within Hollywood. Okay, so when uh, I buy an egg, uh, what am I paying for? Okay, so you're paying for animals to be forcibly bred. You're paying for male chicks to be thrown into a blender while they're fully conscious. You're paying for female chicks to be kept in confined spaces their entire life. And, and then once they can't you, produce, wait, 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 I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm not done. And then uh, once me, they can't produce these. eggs anymore, once they cannot produce eggs anymore or not at a rate that's financially beneficial for the industry, they're murdered. That's what you're paying for. And what if I say whenever you buy a movie ticket, you're paying for uh, an intern who just wants to have a dream in Hollywood, but she has to suck 20 dicks to get an internship, right? What okay, about well, you're not paying for girls? What if, you're, what if I claim that you're paying for that? Uh, okay, well, you'd have to actually demonstrate that you're paying for that. Great. So demonstrate that when I buy an egg, I'm paying for chickens to be thrown down a blender or, or trapped in a cage. Because that's literally what is required to produce the product no putting a you need to put a chicken in a small cage to produce an egg uh yes uh if you're talking about if you're talking like if you look at the majority of egg production it, these are on factory farms. You're so, talking about so nearly 100 percent of egg production. One sec. So wait, wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. One sec, Philip. I do want to hear the rest of Richard. And I promise we'll come right back. Sorry. Sorry. So when you're looking at so when you're looking at animal agriculture, you're looking at nearly 100 percent of farming occurring on factory farming. And in order to meet the in order to meet industry demands, these farming practices have to be in place for it to be economically viable. So when you're buying eggs from a grocery store, uh, yes, it, it is part of the product for these baby chicks to be thrown in a blender because they're not useful to the industry. If they're kept alive, it would waste money. It is necessary to keep these hens in confined spaces, and it's necessary to kill these hens once they can't produce any more eggs or at a rate that's not financially beneficial for the industry. All of these things happen, and they have to happen in order to produce eggs. And what I'd ask you uh, 
also is would you be okay with treating human beings in such a way? If you wouldn't be in favor of treating human beings in such a way, and you'd be against paying for an industry that treats human beings like this, then I don't see how you can be logically consistent being vegetarian. Okay, well, I'm going to respond to your previous point that you need to put a chicken in a cage in order to produce an egg. You don't need to do that. You said it's required to do that. You don't need to. There's no egg. There's no chicken in a cage in nature when they produce an egg, right? So that's just demonstrably false. Um, when you, your other justification was that nearly 100% of the time it happens, well, I guess you say the same thing about Hollywood. Nearly 100% of the time it happens. If that's your justification, please for provide. Consum- wait, wait, wait. If that's your justification for why consumers are responsible for that, then that can be also applied to uh, Hollywood. It can also be applied to pesticide use, right? That's a more uh, better example, right? For all the unnecessary crops that um, vegans use, right? That can also be applied, right? So, there's not really, and you want to say economically viable, well, I'm only responsible for my own demand, right? I'm not responsible for everybody else's demand. I can agree that in order to be economically viable for uh, everybody's demand collectively, then yeah, we should uh, move towards uh, eliminating factory farming from my own demand to uh, produce that. You don't need to be economically viable at all. You just need a chicken and an egg. Um, now, if you, then uh, to address your question, uh, if um if it was humans, yeah, it's totally wrong. Just like I think that's totally wrong with chickens. Now, what's the what's the argument? Because you've not provided an argument for why consumers are responsible for that. Because everything you've provided, it can be uh, uh, applied to other areas as well. With movie tickets, with excess calories, it can be applied to clothing you don't need. The, the your same reasoning can be applied to those areas. And if, unless you're willing to bite the bullet and say that I need to be a minimalist in order to be consistent, then I don't think you're gonna get anywhere. Okay, so tell me, if I pay for uh, a hitman to kill you, am I morally responsible for that? Of course. Okay, so then when you buy eggs where you know the female hens laying these eggs are going to be murdered once they can't produce eggs anymore, are, are you not responsible for that? Well, yeah, because I'm only paying for an egg. I'm not paying for murder or anything else. I'm paying for an egg, whereas if you pay a hitman, you're paying for murder. You're actually actively engaging in the, the hitman's um, actions is, is an extension of your will. Whereas if I pay for a cupcake and some guy rapes a girl, and I'm not responsible for that rape just because it happens. If I pay for an egg, I'm not responsible for people kicking on, uh, kicking chickens' heads open for branding them. I'm not responsible for uh, baby chicks being thrown down a blender because that's not, not entailed um, with the egg. My... Um, I, I do a very simple process, right? I ask myself the question between what is uh, consumer responsibility and what is pure industry responsibility, right? I ask myself, in the process of procurement, do you have to inflict harm in order to extract the item from its source? And if you have to inflict harm in order to extract the item from its source, let's say that's why I'm vegetarian with meat, then you would, then you are responsible for that, right? But for eggs, for dairy, you do, you do not have to inflict harm. This is the same with... Um, with pesticide use and everything. I agree that it's terrible and we should uh, move to eliminate that. But unless you provide an actual argument for why consumers are responsible for that, then you're not going to convince anybody. Okay. So um, I could, I have like three things to say, uh, to, to, to say about this potentially. Um, I'll go over two of the things I think. Uh, let's say hypothetically um, you pay um, say a mercenary, maybe not necessarily a hitman, to steal something from someone. Um, now, let's say uh, this thing could be a car. Um, maybe we could use an Old West example. If you stole somebody's horse, it could potentially kill them because 
They need that horse to actually uh, get around to get food, supplies, water. If you steal somebody's horse, that's essentially killing them. So if I were to pay somebody to steal somebody's horse, I am paying them to steal the horse, not to kill them, but in doing so, that would kill them. So are you saying that I wouldn't be responsible for somebody's death if I were to commission somebody to steal, uh, you know, essential property from someone? Well, yeah, so um, this is where I, I asked that question, right? Is it, do you have to inflict harm um, when extracting the item from its source, right? The characteristics of the source play a part in it, right? So in this case, the characteristics of the source is that the man does not want this horse to be stolen from him, right? The man does not want that to happen. So in order to take the horse from him, harm is necessarily entailed with that, right? You have to inflict harm. Whereas if someone is indifferent, like someone says, I don't really care if you steal that horse or not. And then I pay someone to take the horse. I don't see anything wrong with that. But with uh, in relation to dairy and eggs, in just taking dairy from a cow or taking an egg from a chicken, from what I've seen, I live near farms all the time. They don't care. They don't care. I could throw a golf ball and they protect that egg or I can take an egg from them. They don't really care, right? Cows even move towards farmers to get milk. So if they're indifferent towards taking their products away from them, then I don't see any responsibility. Uh, okay. Right. So wait, you, you, you mentioned harm has to be entailed. Um, my question is in the process, do you have to inflict harm in order to extract the item from its source? Okay, well, wait, you, 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 you mentioned specifically harm has to be entailed. Well, if I said, I don't know if you're trying to go with a logical route, but my question whenever I ask, is a consumer responsible, is if in the process, do you have to inflict harm in order to extract the item from its source? That's my, that's my criteria for what consumers are responsible for. Okay, so when that is, an is in fact an industry pro uh, process, would you not say then, yes, it, it has to be done? What, what, what part of the process of an egg production has to be done in order to? Um, well, well, it, it happens. Like the, the thing is, that is what happens. Okay, so if that is what happens, happens as well, pesticide well, wait, 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 as well, wait, 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 right? wait. If that is what happens, then is that not what you're paying for? Like you could say, hypothetically, we could in the future create some sort of technology like um, uh, lab-grown meat. So in order to buy meat, well, we already have that technology, actually. So you could say, in order to buy meat, I don't necessarily have to kill any animals. So you could say eating meat is totally fine because we could hypothetically create lab-grown meat. So just because hypothetically harm doesn't need to occur in order to you know purchase meat or an egg or dairy, the fact is that harm does happen and you are paying for like you are literally commissioning that harm to be uh to be done so I, I don't see how you could claim that like just because hypothetically harm doesn't necessarily have to occur that means it's justifiable to pay for harm so um yeah there's a few things there with the meat um so this is what the question i asked right i'm gonna keep coming back to this this is this is my criteria this is my line right in the process do you have to inflict harm in order to extract the item from its source Right. If the source is lab-grown meat, then there's no harm entailed from that. If you're talking about a live animal, in order to extract meat from a live animal as it is today, you have to inflict harm. If you're talking about roadkill, the source is now different. Right. You're talking about already dead animal. You do not have Lab to. You do not have to inflict harm 
in order to extract the item from its source because the source is a, is a non-sentient item. If we're talking about a non-sentient thing, then okay, we're not talking well, about a normal situation. Richard, well, um, lab, I want to ask you a question. Um, when you well, wait, 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 wait. We're, we're still on this. Right? Well, no, wait. We're still on this. Lab gro- well, the wanna, source of lab-grown meat on, is a live animal. Know, because this is, a, this is called veganism on trial, right? This isn't vegetarian. Okay, well, the source so of lab-grown meat is a live animal. Okay, gentlemen, just pardon my interruption, but... Just want to. So what we can do is if you want to ask a quick question, Philip, we can do it. But it is true that both basically not only me, but also the audience, a lot of us to keep track of all the points at once is a challenge. So if you want to ask a quick question to Vegan Gains and let him have a chance to give a response to what you had just said as well, we can do that. But Yes, my apologies, James. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, my quick question, you can respond to what I said, and then if you can answer my question. Um, so you say that um, you're paying for harm because it happens, right? What about um, pesticide use from croplands that um, are unnecessary because people demand an excess amount of calories, right? My question would be, because it happens, therefore your reasoning would conclude that you are also responsible for that harm, right? And therefore you are obligated to abstain from doing that. Okay, the issue with pesticides is a little complicated. We can get into that later. I'll, I'm happy to answer that question, but the source of lab-grown meat is a live animal. They have to uh, – there's different techniques. You can use uh, embryonic uh, stem – no, um, I, I think they used to use embryonic stem cells. Now they use a different process. Uh, there is one process where they use – uh, muscle tissue biopsies from a live animal and infinitely grow the cell line. Um, the, the source is a live animal. So if you're going to claim that, oh, because the source is different, well, the source is exactly the same. So because we have this technology with lab-grown meat where we can just grow a cell line from a live animal, just take a tissue biopsy, well, then therefore it's okay to eat meat because, uh, like, because um, we don't necessarily have to you know, kill an animal in order to, uh, you know, get meat. So if we're going to use that logic, then, okay, since the source is identical, then eating meat from any source is fine. Given your reason. If you want me to to respond, yeah. So when you're talking about lab-grown meat, right, if you're talking about a single cell, right, if you're talking about a single cell extracting from an animal, then yeah, hip and harm is not necessarily entailed. But when you're talking about lab-grown meat, you're also putting other things into the meat as well, right? You're not taking, you're not talking about the meat in an animal. You're talking about a single cell and then you're no, putting we're not. other no, things like No, I'm not talking about a single cell. you're growing it, right? Because you're not talking, not about, talking about a single animal. cell. You're talking about a cell in an animal and then I'm not talking about a single cell. Sources, right? So it's a completely different, they're two different products and they have to no. be okay, so in two different ways. And if you, so could you, the, if you could answer the pesticide use, I could also appreciate that. No, so you claimed that because the source is different, uh, like if we're talking about lab-grown meat versus, you know, an uh, animal that's killed for meat, you know, traditionally, therefore, um, you know, it's not morally justifiable to pay for an animal to be killed to eat its meat. Well, the source is identical. You're talking about a muscle tissue biopsy. The that's a collection. Different. That's a collection of... Uh, of hundreds or thousands of cells. And ideally you'd want to take multiple muscle tissue biopsies in case there's an issue with the cell line. So no, uh, the source is identical. So because hypothetically we don't need to kill an animal in order to get its meat, its flesh. Therefore I could, you know, I could justify getting meat from just a normal factory farm because I could say, oh, well, hypothetically, you know, this uh, company could just make lab-grown meat where they, you know, grow a cell line from multiple muscle tissue biopsies. 
Uh, therefore, that's the industry's choice to kill animals, not mine. I, I could easily say that. Well, hypothetically, I'm not talking about hypothetically, right? I do divulge in the real world because hypothetically, a magic wizard can pop by, snap his fingers, and you have meat, oh, right? Okay, well, no, cool. Like, if you care about the real world, then the reality wait, 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 is every wait, 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 single time you pay for eggs, meat, dairy eggs, you're paying for animals to be killed. Today, one, one do you moment, need just... to inflict harm in order to extract an item from its source? And in this process, from a live animal, you do. When you're talking about cultured meat, you're talking about an entirely different product. You're not talking about two products. One product where a cow has grown meat is entirely different from meat grown into a lab. You're just conflating the two. It's a false equivalency. I would like to move on to the uh, pesticide argument because this is veganism on trial, not vegetarianism on, on trial. Yeah. So no, we're, we're not done with this. Y you claimed that meat has to be extracted from a live animal. Well, I just gave you a technique where meat is extracted from a live animal via muscle tissue biopsy. You, claimed. you claimed this. You, you claimed what you claimed that claimed. Uh, no. Sorry. So your claim. Correct me if I'm wrong. Was oh. that was that if you are paying, if what you're paying for is the is basically a hitman, somebody who's commissioned no. to kill no, an animal. Isn't. That is what it, that's what's Sorry, wrong right about off it? the bat. Right off the bat, you're wrong. All right. Okay. Well, so let's just, could you for one sec, Philip? I do want to. Let's just let Richard finish, and I promise. Right. Okay. So could you? Okay. So could you explain to me why it's wrong to buy meat, but it's not wrong to buy an egg? Because I'm convinced that the consumer bears responsibility when they buy meat from a factory farm. So why is it? Why are consumers not responsible for the unnecessary pesticide deaths that come from their diet, but not from milk or eggs? Okay, we're we're not done with this with, with this issue. So I don't know why you're switching topics. Why don't you ever want to go on the defense? We're not done with this issue. So I don't know why you're switching topics. All right, we do have to. Let's give Richard a chance to actually respond. So you haven't like I. I I, I must have misunderstood you before, but like, could you explain why the consumer is responsible for an animal being killed when they uh, buy meat, but they're not responsible for an animal being killed when they buy an egg or dairy products? Right. I've said this uh, about five times now. I said in the process of procurement, right? So you're now in the process of procurement. Do you have to inflict harm in order to extract the item from its source? When you're talking about uh, factory farming an animal, versus a factory uh, growing lab culture meat, the process is different. Therefore, they require different moral evaluations. So in the process of procurement, the question is, in the process of procurement, do you have to create harm? And if the answer is yes, then that product is immoral? Do you have to inflict harm in order to extract the item from its source? Okay, wait, let me just write that down. Do you have to inflict harm to extract the item from I'll give you like a couple source. more minutes on this point, but I really want to talk about the pesticide. Okay, so if you have to extract, uh, so if you have to inflict arm to, harm to extract the item from its source, well, the fact is, if you're paying for dairy or eggs from any commercial farm, then the answer would be yes, because that is happening. Whether or not something happens doesn't mean it has to happen. When I flip a coin and it goes head, that doesn't mean it has to be heads. It just means it is heads. You're talking about like you're talking about a hypothetical fantasy world where, <laughs> oh, I'm this particular farm. World. No, you're talking about a fantasy world. Oh, well, if this particular farm chose to completely change its industry practices, then 
then, then maybe you could make this argument. But the fact is, they're doing this. They're doing. I'm only talking about what the consumer is responsible for, and that's what I believe what the consumer uh, okay, is responsible okay. for. Do you have an actual argument to counter that, or are you just going to claim that it's yeah? A well, I'm making the argument. Well, I'm making the argument. So you're essentially. Humans. So your question is, do you have to inflict harm to extract uh, the item from its source? Well, if In you look process. at virtually every single commercial farm today. The answer would be yes. Like the, your only argument against this is, oh, well, in a hypothetical, you know, uh, reality where these farms completely change their industry practices, and that would be no. But the fact is they are using these uh, these practices to get the most profit pro uh, possible so that their businesses are viable. And th these are the practices that they chose to use to be as economically viable as possible. So all of these actions that they're doing, like, you know, killing baby chicks by culling them in some way, like blending them alive or suffocating them, keeping hens in confined cages, and then eventually murdering them once they can't produce eggs. Th these are all these are all things that you that w did end up happening that you had to do to get the product. Yeah, I just don't, I just, I've never encountered someone who doesn't know the difference between what happens and what has to happen. Um, if you want to, if you want to move on, because I just don't uh, know. Okay, well, if, if you're going to use the standard, well, in a hypothetical, you know, fantasy world where industries completely world, change their practices, no then eating meat is justified, then eating meat is justified it's because not. we have technologies where we can grow lab-grown meat. So in a hypothetical reality, all of these uh, slaughterhouses, they could just switch to making lab-grown meat. So I'm not responsible for these industry practices because hypothetically they could change their practices, correct? You could you say the same thing about Hollywood. Hypothetically, it's not required to use uh, sexual exploitation, but it still happens, right? So when was the last time you watched the movie? When was the last time you uh, ate a calorie that you didn't need to consume, right? With pesticides, you maybe it doesn't have to use pesticides, but you know it happens, right? Therefore, you're required to restrict your calories, right? You're, you're required to give up bodybuilding because it requires you to eat an excess amount of calories, right? You know it happens, though. How does this relate to your reasoning and like the logical contradiction this creates? You, like you're your claiming, you well, no. To justify why eating meat is immoral can be used to justify all kinds of consumerist behaviors. Wait, say that again. The same reasoning you justify the, the the same reasoning that you use to justify why eating meat is immoral can be applied to other consumerist behaviors. So if it's in unnecessary consumers' behaviors, and in the process there is harm, therefore you are accountable for that harm, therefore you should be a cons uh, minimalist consumer. So when you eat no. an excess amount of calories to sustain your bodybuilding diet, which, hey, I'm a bodybuilder too, like I understand, but I'm not the one claiming that consumers are responsible for that, right? So if you're claiming that consumers are responsible because there's harm in the process of doing it, because it happens, because in some fantasy world, they, oh, they might not happen, but it happens, therefore we're, we're responsible for it, then you have to restrict your calories because that's contributing to unnecessary cropland in which pesticides are literally burning uh, insects alive because of it. Yeah, so I think you're strawmanning me. I, I don't think that we have a moral obligation to maximize well-being or minimize harm to the greatest extent. I never right, said you did. so I, I don't see how you can even make this argument. Um, I, I see it I internally. Did. I just see your reasoning internally inconsistent. If you're going to claim that uh, just because hypothetically harm doesn't need to. I never uh, said hypothetically. Har That's a strong well, well, you literally are. You're literally using. You're literally using hypothetically. You're saying that because. You, you, you didn't say that specifically, but that's what's entailed in what you're saying. 
Say it again. So, just re repeat your argument again, because harm doesn't necessarily need to be inflicted to extract from its source. So hypothetically, because, you know, when you buy an egg, you don't need to necessarily, you know, kill baby chicks. You don't necessarily need to keep the hens in confined spaces. You don't necessarily need to kick. Yeah, so all hypothetically, the reality is that's happening and you're commissioning for it to be to occur. I'm sorry about that, James. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll keep it down a it's little okay. bit. I enjoy uh, muting you. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> no, I understand, man. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, so... Um, so Richard, um, I forgot, I just completely zoned out where what you're saying. So um, why aren't consumers responsible for um, the pesticide use that they contribute to unnecessarily? Okay, so we have to eat some type of food. I'd say the most ethical source of food would be plants. If we don't use pesticides, we're going to have to massively increase farmland. And uh, from what I see, pesticides are a better option. And um, I, I also don't have this idea where we have to absolutely maximize uh, or like minimize to the greatest extent possible the amount of harm we produce. Uh, I think uh, like, like if we're going to have the stance where we have to minimize calories to the greatest extent or reduce travel to the greatest extent possible, uh, like do all these things. Like, I mean, eventually you're going to have to like say everyone should be a slave to one another or maybe we should all kill ourselves to minimize the harm we produce. Like, I, I don't believe in this idea that we should minimize things to the greatest extent possible to maximize well-being. Well, I never mentioned anything about maximizing well-being. Um, I'm just trying to apply your reasoning for how a consumer is responsible to other areas, right? So when you talk about cropland, I agree. We do need cropland to survive. We don't need as much cropland as we do to survive. Like I said, if we cut, if everybody in the world cuts 500 calories, you can reduce um, acreage by a lot and saving hundreds of millions of animals, right? So you would argue that that's unnecessary, right? And therefore, if it's unnecessary harm, then you're responsible for it. And therefore, you're obligated to... Um, cut that out of your lifestyle, right? I'm not talking about unnecessary. If it's necessary, sure, it's necessary to eat. It's unnecessary to eat 4,000, 5,000 calories a day. It's necessary to have a shelter. It's, it's unnecessary to have a mansion consuming a lot of electricity, right? So where do you, uh, where do you draw the line? Where would I draw the line on these ethical issues? Um, yeah, the issue I have is if we're going to take the stance that we should minimize to the greatest extent possible um, to, to maximize well-being, you're probably going to, do, to end up doing more harm uh, because you're just going to massively reduce uh, free will. Uh, like you're going to en end up in a society where everyone has to like be a slave to one another or, you know, you're going to have no sovereignty. You're not going to be able to make any personal choices. So that's why I'm against that. Um, the, where I draw the line is if you're actually paying for a Holocaust, um, which is what you're doing. When I, um, okay, so let me ask you this. The, uh, this wait, 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 is, can I, uh, let me respond to that. Sure. And I'll let you ask you first. Um, when you're saying like it restricts freedoms, I mean, like I've seen Carnists make that same mistake, same argument over and over again. I don't even know how you can say that with a straight face. Um, and then when you're talking about, um, um, you're paying for a Holocaust. I mean, that's just words. I can say you're paying for a pesticide Holocaust every day with to even maybe even a greater extent. Um, if we judge sentience by 
um, equal to each other. You're paying for hundreds of millions of animals to be uh, brutally um, killed and pesticide used, not even just insects, but also birds living nearby, fish where the pesticides are dumped downstream, thousands, hundreds, thousands, millions of fish affected by pesticide use. I can say you're paying for a Holocaust as well, um, yet you're the one claiming that we're responsible, that you have nothing to do, then what's stopping a mediator from saying, oh, you know, um, uh, it's justified as well because um, because it restricts my personal freedoms. It's not a good argument. No. Uh, okay, so I, I make, I see a huge moral distinction between pesticide use and literally paying for a Holocaust. Uh, we have to use pesticides. If we don't use pesticides, then we massively have to increase farmland. And I'd say that would probably result in more animals being killed as opposed to saved. So this is just the best moral option we have. And if you're talking about, okay, well, you don't have to eat as much food as you do. You don't have to travel as much as you do. Uh, you don't have to like, you know, buy a computer or whatever. Like you're talking about restricting personal freedoms uh, you're t like to just such an extent where I think that would just, you know, massively uh, reduce overall well-being. So that's why I'm against that. But uh, to, I, I was going to ask you before, if um, hypothetically we were raising human beings, so we'd forcibly breed human beings, um, we would like, let's just say hypothetically humans could lay eggs. Like technically we can, we can. We can use women to extract their eggs so that we can make children or something. But let's say women just laid normal, you know, chicken eggs. So uh, would it be ethical to, you know, have an industry like an egg industry, but a human egg industry where we, uh, you know, force humans to breed. We kill all the males because they don't lay eggs. Then we keep, uh, you know, women in confined spaces. And then once they can't pr uh, produce any more eggs, we kill them. Would you say somebody paying for that, paying for that to happen uh, they're not morally responsible for it. Well, I disagree with the premise that you're paying for it to happen. I don't believe paying for an item means you're paying for everything that an industry does. And if you ask me if it's morally acceptable to buy a product from that industry, I would just say I'm agnostic about it until I think about it some more or if someone provides so, an argument for it. So the answer would be, yes, you don't have a problem with somebody paying for humans to be enslaved, used for commodities and killed. This is the problem with um, with these emotional. It's a yes or no right? question. It's a yes or no be, question. If know. humans, if if humans were being treated like this, and why we can? Uh, if humans were being treated, it's a yes or no species. question. It's a yes or no question. If humans were being treated in the same way, where they're being raped, used for you know their commodities, and killed, would you not be against anybody paying for that to happen? Would I not be? I don't know if I would be or not. I would have to think you don't, about it. You, you're not sure if you'd be against human slavery and murder. I, I am against human slavery and murder. And oh, okay, so then the that. answer wait, 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 would be wait, wait, yes, you would have James, a problem with it. James, um, I respect Richard. You know, I, I, I do not try to interrupt him. It's weird how you. It's weird how you're having trouble answering a yes or no question, and you just end up filibustering. So it's a yes or no question. Did you have the chance to ask the question, Philip? On the earlier one that I think you had asked Richard, which was on the pesticides question. Right. I, I did ask the question. He addressed it a little bit, but he keeps, um, trying I already to answered the question. Reasoning. And then he's still interrupting me. Is the same one? Um, I'm trying to, uh, go back to the pesticide use, but he, he just keeps trying to make me try to make a position that I don't adhere to. Um, okay. I'm, I'm just asking, I'm not trying to make, hold, have you hold a position me. that you don't adhere to. I'm just asking you a yes or no question. 
And I'm answering you honestly. I would have to think about it because I don't. You'd have to think. Know. You'd have to think about it if you would be against somebody me, paying for human slavery and murder. Obviously, if you're paying for it, but I don't agree that you're paying for it, right? Okay. Like okay. I think I. Ticket, if you're paying for a movie ticket, I don't agree that. I'm, if any anybody who's okay, I think I understand the. Wait, wait, wait. Anybody who's ever bought a ticket to Pulp Fiction, by your reasoning, is therefore paying for Harvey Weinstein to rape a bunch of people. That I don't think that's uh, that. Follows. Okay, so I think I understand. Buying, if, you're also, if you're also buying uh, excess amount of calories, eating four to five thousand calories as well, you're paying for millions of insects to be slaughtered because oh, it's my personal freedom. I think that's where here where your argument uh, leads to. Okay, so I think I understand the misunderstanding. Uh, let's say you have two different um, scenarios. Uh, one, you buy uh, eggs from a farm that does not kill uh, their male chicks, uh, that does not keep their chickens in tight, confined spaces, and does not kill their female hens. So, uh, like, realistically, the only harm that you could say that is being uh, conducted is forced breeding, which I'm still against because it's, it's still fundamentally exploitative. But let, let's, let's say there's, you know, a hypothetical chicken farm that's being as ethical as possible, where, you know, they're not murdering any of their birds. Uh, they're just letting them live, uh, you know, their full life expectancy and selling their eggs. Now you have another farm that's a factory farm where they, you know, do standard industry practices where they murder the female, uh, sorry, they murder the male chicks, you know, at birth basically by throwing them in a blender. They keep the chicks in a tight confined space their entire life. Then once they can't produce any more eggs, they murder them. Now, if you choose to pay for eggs from the factory farm where the chickens are treated horribly uh, versus the, you know, the, the farm where chickens are treated great, are you not supporting, are you not paying for that factory farming where the chickens are being horribly abused and murdered? I would say I'm agnostic towards it until you provide an argument that I am. Uh, I, I, so okay, so, okay, so, okay, so cool. So let's, right? okay, so well, okay, we'll do. I answered your question, now let me answer, ask my question. Uh, no, you yeah, didn't answer my question. No, you didn't answer my question. No, you didn't answer my, you didn't answer my question. You just said, I don't know, which is absolutely bizarre. So let's put this in a human context. Wow, let's not, say, uh, no, let's put this in a human context. Let's say, let's say, let's say there's a cotton plantation that uses black slaves to produce the cotton. Let's say there's another plantation that uses normal workers who aren't, uh, who aren't forced to do labor without pay. Now, if you buy cotton from the plantation where slaves are forced to pick cotton and they're abused horribly, are you not morally responsible for promoting slavery and the way their workers are treated? I would say I'm agnostic towards it until you provide an You're agnostic. Now. Okay, so you, you don't know either way if we should be buying from places that use human slaves. Yeah, because uh, what's your gaming setup like, man? Like, isn't it like a one in ten chance when you buy an electronic? It's produced by child slaves in um, for the Colton? I, I have no idea. You yeah, don't have to either. provide evidence. You're right. I, if you want to ask me if slavery is wrong, then yeah, it is wrong. What, what's the argument there? Okay, so I'm just asking you, if you know full well that if you're buying from a particular place, there's a 100% chance you know the entire uh, chain of production where you know that actual slaves, people who are forced to work without pay are working there, would would you not be morally responsible for supporting that company and supporting slavery? Uh, I would say I'm agnostic towards it until you provide an argument that I am.
you're agnostic to whether or not we should buy products that use human slavery. No, I believe that we should all collectively move towards uh, ethical consumerism. But unless you provide an argument that consumers are responsible for industrial practices, then I don't. Then I'm agnostic towards it. Okay, so when so okay, so when there's argument. when there so, are completely okay, so, going okay, so wait, 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 wait. Um, so when there are completely wait, wait. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Wait, let me ask you this. All right, one sec. I'm gonna jump in. All right. So just what we're gonna do is jump into two minute intervals, switch it back and forth. I like the energy, but it is we are having these collisions more often. So we will do this. I think uh, there was a question. Was the most recent question you had asked? I think from you, Vegan Gains. Yeah. Okay. So if you have two perfectly viable options, uh, it's not like, uh, you know, it would affect you personally if you chose one or the other, like where one's way more expensive and it's harder to find. If you have two perfectly viable options where if you buy from one company that you know uses human slaves uh, or you have the option to buy from another company that's selling the exact same product at the same price, uh, but they use uh, normal workers you know, like just people who are paid, do you not have a moral obligation to buy from the factory that does not use slavery? You got In that minutes. one instance, I actually, oh, okay. Sorry, is that it for me? You got two minutes to respond okay. unless you need less. Okay, okay. Yeah, I probably need less. Um, but uh, pretty much, fuck, what was I going to say? Um, Oh, yeah. So in, in case of one instance, yeah, I believe that performing virtuous acts in one instance is a moral obligation, just like if there's a child uh, drowning. in a But not at a grocery here. store. Wait, James, yeah, I thought I had two minutes. I got it. We're going to give him two minutes. OK, so just like uh, if there's a child drowning in a pond, I believe even though you didn't cause it, you are morally obligated to save that ch uh, child. So if you are in a grocery store at one instance choosing between um, slavery, uh, a product where you know the industry is a lot of slaves, or versus an industry that doesn't, then yeah, I would say in that one instance, it is morally obligated. But if Then you agree with me. Wait, 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 wait. Cool. Wait, wait. Debate over. Wait, then you wait, agree wait. with me that veganism is a moral sec. obligation. I, 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 if you want to give him a chance to finish. finish. You didn't let me finish. If you're talking about every single day restricting your freedoms, every single day to the full extent just such as veganism for uh for um outcomes that i don't even are not convinced that you're obligated or that you're responsible for like the harm then i don't see it as a moral obligation so yeah if you're if you're talking about maybe one day not buying a burger but buying or maybe one day not buying a burger but buying a, a plant-based whopper then yeah i would say it is a moral obligation but doing it consistently every single day restricting you just debunked yourself you i've never seen such like, level of self-sabotage you literally just dunked on yourself yeah you literally just dunked on yourself so it's a moral we'll obligation for yeah, one promise, day and not we'll every other you, day okay. i promise we'll give you a chance to respond there's only about 30 seconds left for philip and i promise we'll give you the full two minutes to kind of give the uh to take the scalpel to Philip. So go ahead, Philip. You got thirty seconds. Right, yeah, left. I just have one. Yeah, I just have one more thing to say. Um, if, if, like if you're talking about donating five dollars one day to supporting um, a charity, right? I would say it is a moral obligation that one day to do it. But if you're talking about donating five dollars or ten dollars or half your paycheck every single time you get paid every single day, restricting your freedoms to that extent, then I would say no, that's not a moral obligation until you prove that the actions of an industry, I am responsible for that. So yeah, maybe one instance it is a moral obligation, restricting freedoms. Then. All right, two minutes for Richard. 
Right. So you literally just admitted that uh, if you have two perfectly viable options where one, one option does not support slavery and one option does not support slavery, you're morally obligated to choose the option that does not support slavery. But then in the in, in the animal context, when you're paying for food, you said, oh, well, only one day, like one single day, you're morally obligated to not support slavery and abuse. But every other day you're OK. Dude, you just dunked on yourself. You just created a, a huge contradiction. So if you're going to claim that if we have perfectly viable options and one option is supporting slavery, animal agriculture, abuse, murder, uh, exploitation versus, you know, plant agriculture where you're not paying for baby chicks to be ground alive in a blender, you're not paying for animals to get their throats slit open. Clearly, the, based on your own reasoning, since the plant option, the vegan option, is totally viable, you have a moral obligation to be vegan. So you literally just dunked on yourself, dude. Um, okay, so you keep putting these uh, words in, like, I'm paying for slavery, paying for this, but you're not actually proving that I am, right? I'm paying for an egg. I'm paying for a T-shirt. I'm not paying for, just like when you buy a movie ticket, I'm going to say this all the time, you know, if I buy a movie ticket to Pulp Fiction, I'm not paying for Harvey Weinstein to rape somebody, right? So, and let me ask you, this is a question. When you choose between a lifestyle, between minimizing your calories to what's only necessary to survive and thrive versus min uh, maximizing your calories because of maybe you just like to eat a lot, 4,000, 5,000. One lifestyle, you have um, unnecessary suffering, uh, insects and animals being killed, brutally murdered, their intestines are literally being disintegrated right before their eyes, versus a uh, lifestyle where m much of that is minimized to only what is necessary for you to survive. What's your, uh, what's your requirement for choosing 5,000 calories, 4,000 calories versus what's m minimum? Okay, I, I don't know why you're asking this when this is like this issue is completely unresolved, like you won't concede. So you literally just claimed that if we have two viable options, one option supports, uh, you know, slavery, one option doesn't, you're morally obligated to choose the option that doesn't support slavery. But then when we put this in an animal context where you could either pay for vegan options where animals aren't don't have their throats slit open uh, versus, I don't know, eggs, dairy, where animals do have their throats slit open. You claim that for one single day you have an obligation to eat vegan? C can you explain like how many days, uh, like how many days out of the year you have that obligation? Is it one, two, three, ten, a hundred? Uh, can you explain to me how this works? Yeah, so this is just a complete straw man. If you're asking me that doing virtuous things is a moral obligation, then yeah, yeah I would be. If uh, you're walking on the street and someone's choking to death, then yeah, I would say in that instance, you're morally obligated to, uh, to save them, right? If you're talking about devoting your entire life, going to third world countries, restricting your entire life, saving a lot of people, and then eventually just restricting your it's a false analogy livelihood because of it, then yeah, I would say that's not a moral obligation. If you're talking about a line, I don't know where the line is, right? I just wanted people to be good people. That's a false analogy. Get... Relax. Okay. If they can be vegan for one day, then yeah, it's not convenient for them. Then yeah, I, I, you know, I agree. It is a moral obligation. If you're talking about restricting one's freedoms to such a great degree for veganism, then yeah, I would, especially when you have never substantiated that consumers are responsible for it, then yeah, I would say it's not a moral obligation. If you talk about one day, two days, I can't answer that question for you. You literally like, just admitted that consumers are responsible. Everybody knows how much they can cut down and how much is severely inconvenient for them.
right? So you literally uh, just admitted that I'll consumers are responsible for it. When you're talking about 2,500 calories versus a huge number of calories, where one lifestyle commits just for your own personal pleasure because you like food or you like to bodybuild, commits uh, severe things, severe pain to millions of creatures. Whereas uh, in another lifestyle of eating minimal calories, it only commits what is necessary for you to survive. What would what is your justification for not choosing one over the other? Uh, okay, so you're, you're just being incredibly dishonest. You literally admitted that you are morally responsible for the actions of the industry. I gave you a human analogy where there's a, a company that produces products that uses slaves versus a company that produces products without slavery. You said you're morally obligated to, to buy from the company that does not support slavery. So if you're going to claim that, then you are responsible for the actions of the industry. Like the issue, like here's the here's the disconnect that that we have here. You're claiming that just because hypothetically, um, in, in this fantasy realm, you that. you could buy animal products where no harm is committed against the animal. Never the fact been. is, harm is committed. You are paying for that harm to be commissioned. The issue isn't the intention. The issue isn't your intention. The issue is the end effect, the result of your actions. And you're just totally ignoring the actual effect of your actions and just thinking entirely whether or not you have good or bad intent. Well, your intent really doesn't matter here. The, what matters is the effect of your action. The effect of your action is you're paying for a Holocaust. You're paying for baby chicks to be ground alive. You're paying for that to happen. So I, I don't see how you can claim that uh, like, I don't see how you can claim that you don't have a moral responsibility to not support that when in the human context, you literally admitted that you do. So this, this just results in a contradiction. So the reason why I say it's a moral obligation in many, in some instances, right? Um, because I believe virtuousness is a moral obligation, uh, but you're not required to devote your entire life to virtuousness, right? Just like I'm going to use the kid in a pond, right? You're, you didn't push that kid in a pond, but you are obligated to save that. That doesn't mean you're responsible for the kid being in the pond, right? So if, I, if, you, if it is very convenient to be vegan, then yeah, sure, why not? Go vegan. If it's like so trivially inconvenient for you to go vegan, then yes, I can see it is a moral obligation. I do not think it's a moral obligation to restrict your freedoms for something that you have never substantiated that I am responsible for. You keep saying all these words that I'm paying for this, I'm paying for that. I'm pay You've never provided an argument for any of this. And I just want the audience to know that I provided so many opportunities for him to talk about pesticide use, but every single time he deflects, he dodges, he avoids the question because he knows that his, his entire reasoning when applied to pesticide use for restricting amount of calories is going to lead to contradiction. It's going to lead to absurdity. And I just want the audience to know that, I just want them to point out that he has never He's never, he's so scared of addressing that person. Yeah, so I literally already answered that question multiple times. Um, the, the, like, you literally just said, if going vegan is trivially inconvenient for you, then you have a moral obligation to go vegan. So can you tell me why it's uh, not, like, it's some sort of huge personal sacrifice for you to drink soy milk and eat uh, tofu scramble? Yeah, it is inconvenient for me because I l love eggs and a lot of uh, things I get have small amounts of dairy in them, right? I don't drink dairy, uh, like milk out of the gallon, but a lot of times when I get a protein bar after the gym, it has, it has dairy in it. And I think that uh, vegan protein bars near here are just so fucking disgusting. And a lot okay, of things cool. Have so dairy. taste pleasure justifies uh, the Holocaust. A lot of things have dairy, but this isn't, this is, the title of this video isn't, what is Phil's life like? 
right? This is veganism on trial. And every time I try to use your reasoning to apply to other scenarios, you try to get it back on me. You're so scared of defending your position that you always want to be on the on the offensive because you know that if you ever get on the defensive- So are you telling me supporting an animal holocaust is justifiable because of taste pleasure? So you're saying supporting um, uh, insect holocaust because of pesticide use is, uh, is justified because you like to eat a lot of calories. No, um, so, uh, no, I, I already went over this. We have to you did eat. Not. So, no, I did. So we have to eat food from somewhere. You I'd say the most ethical source is plant. As as you did. you, you I, I already answered this like three times already. We have to eat food from some source. Uh, plant sources of food are obviously the best option. We need to use pesticides in agriculture because if we didn't, we'd have to use far more land than we do now to grow crops because we have so much crop loss. Can you shut the fuck up so I can answer this for you for the fourth fucking time? You're not answering the question. Philip, let's let him finish. Then, uh, if Okay, you, want you know what, dude? I, I don't care. I don't care. I, I literally don't care about this bullshit. So could you could you explain to me why taste pleasure that's, is justified? Is, is justified? No. Tell me why taste pleasure is a, just, is a justification to support a holocaust. Can you tell me why taste pleasure is the justification to support a holocaust? Uh, I don't use it as a justification because I don't say it's right or uh, wrong, but you do say it's right. You right? literally just said it's wrong. You literally just said it's wrong. You literally just said veganism is a moral obligation. You literally just said veganism is a moral obligation. You literally just said veganism is a moral obligation if if the inconvenience is trivial. So apparently taste pleasure isn't a trivial inconvenience. Can you explain to me why taste pleasure justifies a holocaust? Oh, because I don't well, believe okay, consumers well. are responsible for the actions of an industry. Okay, cool. So uh, we've we've proven that you do and don't support human slavery. You do and don't support animal agriculture. We've proven Lots that of you weird contradictions here, dude. Killing of a lot of animals. Uh, okay, well, every time off. every time I answer this for you, you cut me off. You never so I, I don't know what the point answer, is with me going over this for the fifth fucking you just time. Avoid it. I, I'm literally answering it for you, and every single Never time I'm trying to answer, you cut me off. So, do you want me to explain this for the fifth time? Explain to me, yes, please. You need to. Okay, so us. you need so to need again, to survive. We need to use pesticides. Great, that's not. Yeah, an so, so we need to use pesticides, or else we'd have to use far more farmland. Uh, so, it, it is obligatory to use pesticides, and uh, I don't think it makes any sense to force human beings to restrict calories to the greatest ex extent possible just to minimize uh, crop deaths to the greatest extent possible. I think that would have a negative net effect on positive utility. So I, I think that would, that, that's kind of weird. That would, that would create more negative utility than positive utility. That's my argument, just because of the massive effect it would have on uh, individual well-being. Um, and if you're going to use this argument that we have to somehow maximize positive utility and minimize negative utility, I, I mean, that would just come to the logical conclusion that we just have to kill ourselves. We have to have some amount of freedom to do things that are unnecessary that might cause some amount of, of negative utility, but I, I just see this having a net negative uh, effect on our lives. That's why I think it's okay for me to eat 3,500 calories per day, which is what I've been eating for a while. Uh, but again, could you please explain to me why taste pleasure justifies a Holocaust? Of course, I never said taste pleasure justifies a Holocaust. Um, and second, uh, I want to ask you a question. Um, if everybody cut their calories to the minimal extent, would there be 
a reduction in croplands or the same or an increase in croplands? The, if everybody stopped uh, eating as much, hypothetically, um, you could see a reduction in crop production. Um, he, uh, the biggest crop consumers are actually animals. Okay, I just wanted. All right, I just wanted a yes or no. Okay, so when yeah. you so if you say that it would lead to a decrease in croplands, that also means a decrease in the lands that pesticides are sprayed upon, meaning a decrease in the animals that are killed. Right, and then you're yeah. Just, so you're, it, you're talking about mostly that, insects. Your justification was that for that was because oh, because um, it's my freedoms. I don't want to restrict my freedoms. Oh, it's also because um, this positive utility, whatever the hell that means. I'm not a utilitarian, so you're gonna have to convince me of utilitarianism. Okay, so okay, so if you're talking about pesticide use, you're talking about mostly insect deaths. Uh, most insects are carnivorous; they kill and eat other animals, including other insects. So I, I don't really see a moral issue with killing insects for the most part, uh, because if you kill an insect, chances are it's just going to end up causing less uh, suffering and death overall. So I, I don't, and they usually don't live great lives. Insects suffer quite a bit. Um, they do feel pain. Uh, they do have a brain, uh, nervous system, and nociceptors, and there are studies showing that insects do feel pain. So I don't think they even live very good lives. You might be doing a, a favor. Uh, by killing them. So I, I don't see a, a huge reduction in, you know, utility by using pesticides and killing insects. In fact, it might cause positive utility. I think the added benefit of just having more food for human beings where they can have additional freedom uh, with their food choices, uh, plus more food security just because we have more food available. And uh, on top of that, killing insects, I would argue that could possibly be, again, a net benefit. So I, I don't see a huge moral issue with, uh, you know, added crop deaths through agriculture, with most of the deaths being insects. Uh, again, I'll ask you, why do you think taste pleasure justifies a Holocaust? Okay. Um, first, I want to, I'll answer that question, but first I want to respond to what you said. Um, so you're just trying to say about positive utility or whatever you said. Um, the first, uh, then you would have to concede that herbivorous animals, um, uh, killed or injured in pesticide use, that would be immoral, and therefore you're obligated to do that. You're not not all the insects or not all the animals harmed in pesticide use are carnivorous. Um, the second, um, you're talking about this uncertainty. Not many of them live great lives. Well, many of them, some of them do, right? So I would just explain my point in an analogy. If there's a uh, if there's a, a woman in a room and there's a spinning wheel of fate. Right. And uh, on this wheel of fate, there's like uh, lives a good life uh, all the way to lives a bad life and everything in between. Right. And then here comes uh, vegan games. He comes in and he rapes and kills her. And then I ask, what is your justification for that? Well, he says, well, there was a chance that she would have left, uh, had a bad life. Right. And that's is that a good justification? I'll the audience decide. And third, you cannot talk about positive and negative utility without respecting the freedoms of sentient beings. Right. Let's imagine this grandpa. Right. He has a disease. He's suffering every single day for his entire life and let's say but he says in two months i want to see my grandkids graduate so i'm going to endure the suffering for two months just for that sliver of happiness that i get from my grandkids right and here comes vegan gains shoots his fucking brains out and says well net utility would have been worse if he had lived right well in reality these insects they are struggling to survive they have a will to survive they they go into these forests trying to breed trying to eat trying to fight because they have the freedom 
because they, they go into the suffering for that. And here comes vegan gain saying, oh, well, net utility would have been worse. Let me spray them. And, and arguably, pesticide is terrible. Arguably, you can say that pesticides are even worse death. So I don't understand how you can address any of those arguments. Yeah, okay. So for one thing, um, with the insect deaths, uh, most insects are carnivorous. They kill and eat other insects or other animals. So I, I would still argue that there's a very good likelihood that if you use pesticides to kill insects, um, it would end up being a net positive. You mentioned that, okay, in some of these um, some of these agriculture deaths, they're going to be like mammals. They're going to be, I don't know, like mice or rabbits or something. Um, you'd have to show evidence that more animals end up being killed in like, I don't know, a square, a square unit of cropland versus a square unit of natural habitat. Uh, I'm not convinced that uh, a very significant portion of animals die within a unit of cropland. I, I'd probably argue that there's a greater likelihood that more herbivorous animals, uh, you know, the animals that we might actually care about, die within a square unit of wildlife, like, you know, natural habitat wildlife. So again, I, I don't see like a net negative being made there. And secondly, you claim that veganism is a moral obligation if the um, if the inconvenience is trivial. You said that because you have a taste preference for animal products, they taste good. Therefore, you have a justification to support a Holocaust. I, I'd like to I'd like to hear some reasoning for that. Like if we were treating human beings in the same way, where human beings were forcibly bred, locked in cages, murdered. Um, w would you be in favor of treating human beings like that just because of taste preferences? Okay, um, so I do actually do appreciate you tackling the pesticide point. It took a while, but we finally got there. Um, you said at the beginning of your debate that the person who causes the harm has to provide a justification for it, right? So when you say that, I need to show that harm would have been less than if the pesticides were, weren't there, right? Well, according to your reasoning, if you believe you caused that harm, you would need to show that the harm would have been more if the pesticides hadn't been there. So you are the one who needs to provide justification. And evidence want to, for that. Not just because in the interest of time, I do want to gently press you to answer Richard's question on the alleged genocide. That, so right. if we just because we don't have too much more time, I want to push you into that question. Right. Uh, so to answer Richard's uh, question, I would say that um, I don't provide a justification for it. I'm agnostic towards it. Right. So if like a theist comes up to me and says, um, well, I'm actually agnostic as well in terms of religion. But if he so wait, to just to be clear, just just to be clear, you're saying you're agnostic to supporting a human holocaust. Well, because I don't agree that I'm supporting it, right? I don't agree that buying a product supports every single action that industry does. If you're asking me if it's uh, what's my justification for buying a product from an industry that, and in the industry, it causes a lot of harm, I would just say I'm agnostic towards it. And uh, my justification for being agnostic was I don't believe that restricting our freedoms to such a high degree by virtue of being agnostic is a, is a good idea. It's like saying... Um, I'm agnostic towards if the sun is going to come up tomorrow. Therefore, um, I should um, uh, create a bomb shelter and, and buy night vision goggles and do go out of my way to prepare if the sun isn't going to come up tomorrow. When in reality, I'm agnostic towards it. I'm not going to go out of my way for something that I don't know about. Uh, okay, so you're, you're saying if there was a, an industry where human beings were treated the same way as animals, where they're being raped, forcibly bred, uh, their children are being murdered, they're being locked in confined spaces, and then they eventually get murdered, you're agnostic to whether or not it's ethical to support that industry? 
uh, well, the industry is terrible and immoral, but then it, it would go to my um, my criteria, right? It would go it's to- It's a yes or no question. Are, are you agnostic to supporting an industry that rapes, tortures, and murders human beings? Well, what am I buying from that industry? L- like, let's say human eggs, uh, human milk. Do the humans not want me to take their eggs or their milk? Uh, yeah, let's assume- they don't want me to, then yeah, it's um, then inflicting that, then they're inflicting harm. You have to inflict that harm. Okay, okay. Let's let's say uh, so. Let's say you um, you forcibly bred humans and genetically modified them so that they produce way more milk than normal, and the which causes them a lot of pain. And the only way to relieve that stress is to get milked. So thus, they want to get milked. Are you saying it's morally acceptable then? Do the humans um, do the humans uh, express uh, that they do not want to um, be impregnated? Yeah, let's say they do. Then, um, then yeah, I would say that inflicting harm is more. Uh, okay, and like when cow, like when cows, uh, I don't know, have to be locked in what the industry calls a rape rack. So that they're art- like they can be artificially inseminated when their children are literally ripped away from them and they violently scream at, to call for their children, or because their gen- their genes have been manipulated through selective breeding, they produce way more milk than they should, and they have pain whenever they have milk build up, and the only way to get relief is from being milked. Like you don't think that's immoral? Well, in one case, my criteria is. Let me try to think about it. In the process of procurement, do you have to inflict harm in order to extract the item from its source? So in the cow scenario, let's say that you, um, I just don't, I'm not convinced that you have to inflict that harm. Whereas in humans, you can actually um, express and go against their desire to not be to not be raped. Whereas with a cow, you can put a cow and a bull together. They'll have consensual sex. Then the cow will, um, then the cow will produce milk. You can gather that milk. There is no harm entailed in that. Right, so there is. Oh, really? So when you rip a so when you rip a baby cow from its mother and then put it in the veal industry, where it'll be locked up and chained and then killed, uh, there's no harm entailed in that. There is, but do you have to do that in order to procure the item? Okay, let me ask you this: Do you believe in supply and demand? Of course, I do. Okay, so when there's a supply like this, a supply chain like this, and you're adding demand to that supply chain, are are you not responsible for that then? Yeah. Well. First, when we're talking about demand, um, you have to understand what demand actually means. Demand is not, I'm actually demanding you do this. Demand is the ability and willingness to pay for a product or service, right? So if I'm willing to pay for a product or service and somebody is incentivized by that to do harm, then you would have to provide an argument for why I'm, I'm obligated to do so, right? Anybody can be incentivized by anything to do all kinds of harm, right? That doesn't mean the person who is the subject of the incentive is responsible for that, right? I can say I'm incentive by you to harm somebody. That doesn't mean that you're responsible for the person I harm. Right. So you're saying, so like, again, to reiterate, if uh, human beings were, um, were forcibly bred, uh, they were, they had their children ripped away from them where they're murdered and then they're forced to produce milk until they can't anymore. Then they're murdered. Uh, you're saying you're saying you're agnostic as to whether or not you'd basically support human slavery in a Holocaust. For humans? Um, yeah, you're saying you're agnostic because of this concept that harm isn't necessarily entailed? 
I would say, um, I would have to put it through my criteria in the process of procurement. Do you have to inflict harm in order to extract the item from its source? If it's yes, then they are responsible. If it's no, then I'm not convinced that they're responsible. Of course. Uh, you okay. Need to so evaluate. you don't care. Okay. So you don't actually care if you're causing suffering. You only care if harm is entailed necessarily. That's the question. You have to prove that I'm causing it and not the industry, right? If I say like, um, okay, do you believe? Well, well, let's go through this again. Do you believe in supply and demand? Yes, I believe. In okay, supply so and demand. if you know a supplier, if you know a supplier is using slavery, rape, and murder, then uh, do, are you not supporting that demand? Richard, if I say um, because you play video games, I'm going to kill somebody. A answer cause, the question. You, it's you a yes or no the, question. It's a yes or no question, dude. It, it's, it's how to answer your question. Right. So if I say, okay, Richard, because Richard, because you play video games, I'm going to kill someone. Are you responsible for the death I, the, for the killing I performed? No. But you caused it. You caused it, didn't you? No, I didn't. Okay, that's the same thing. I, I didn't commission for anyone to be murdered. I, nowhere in the supply chain when I played video games was somebody murdered. Um. Well, you could so. so so well, you, you, what you're claiming is that supply and demand, right? I'm producing a demand and a supply is incentivized by that. Th this and is commit harm, and therefore I'm responsible for that, right? So if, if th this I, is if very you, simple. Get... Listen, this is very simple. I think you're misunderstanding, or you're deliberately trying not to understand. If no, a supplier, no, if a supplier in the production of a product, let's say human milk, is uh, raping humans taking away their children and murdering their children, then forcing them to produce more milk until they can't anymore, and then they're murdered, are you not supporting that demand? It, it really, I don't believe that consumers are supporting every single thing an industry does, just like how- uh, Okay, well that happens. Okay, well wait, wait, we know for a fact this happens. We know for a fact this happens in nearly 100% of dairy farms virtually every single commercial dairy farm on the planet, this happens. So are you saying when you pay for these products, you know this is happening on the farms, you're not responsible for supporting that demand. And thus, every every other thing that happens in that, in that, in that industry that's used to produce that product. I would have to, I'm not saying that you're not responsible. I would have to evaluate some more using my criteria. But again, as like, we can always point to you, right? You know that these happens, you know, this pesticide use happens, you know, during cloth production. That this isn't, clothes, this that isn't this a happens, response right? to what I just said. Right. I, it's not, it's not, but I'm just pr proving that when applied to your own reasoning, it's going to, it's going to lead you some down some weird. Uh, uh, okay. Scenario. So you acknowledge but that you're doing something hideously immoral and you're responsible for it. To answer your question, I would have to say in the process, do you have to inflict harm in order to extract the item from its source? Well, you know it harm is being committed. It's not whether process, or not you, you have, have to ex inflict harm in order to extract the item from its source. It may be possible for that uh, for in that industry with this uh, isn't women who rape, and maybe it is. Maybe consumers are responsible for it. No, listen. The, the issue isn't whether or not harm has to be you know enacted to produce the product. It's whether or not it is. And since in you're, you're talking about virtually all dairy farms or all egg farms, all commercial dairy and egg farms. This harm does happen. The fact is, if you buy these products, then you are paying for that to happen. You're supporting that demand. I, I don't understand how you cannot understand this. Yeah, um, it, it seems like it's you're the one who doesn't understand supply and demand, right? When you give a demand for a product, you demand 
what is what is necessary to procure that product. You don't demand every single thing that an industry does in the process of procuring that product, right? If uh, if I demand a cupcake from somebody, he goes and makes a cupcakes on the way to my house. He kicks a child in the face because maybe it'll give him more energy to run to my house so he can deliver a cupcake. That's part of the process. I'm not responsible for him kicking that child in the face, right? And of course, if we apply the same reasoning, you know that pesticide deaths happen. You know that um, animals are harmed in every single aspect of production. You're not pointing out to be a minimalist. What? You realize you're not pointing out a contradiction. If somebody, if you buy a cupcake from somebody and they just happen to kick a child, I'm not supporting a demand for that. There, there's no entailment that if I buy a random cupcake, a, a child is going to get kicked in the face. Oh, but it happens, if you though. are buying, happens, if you are buying, listen, if you are buying, okay, if I knew that if I were to buy a, a cupcake from some psycho asshole who is going to kick a child in the face because I bought a cupcake from him, I wouldn't buy the cupcake. And I, yeah, oh, I would okay, have a moral okay. responsibility not to do it. Wait, wait, the issue so is, you buy, the you issue is, products, you know, you get it from look, non-vegans though. The fact. issue, so therefore the, you're obligated to abstain from buying vegan products because you look, don't let him you're making a false analogy. Like you're, you're making a completely false analogy. The, um, the fact is, you know, that when you buy dairy or when you buy eggs, it's going to come from a commercial farm that abuses animals that murders them you are you're paying for that demand just because you can imagine in your mind a fantasy world where this doesn't happen that doesn't mean you're not supporting that this has nothing to do with intent this has to do with your actions your actions are supporting a holocaust we're going to jump into the q a do want to in the interest of fairness philip i think we did give you the first opening statement i'm going to give vegan gains the last word i do know respond to that and then he can have the last word I'm okay with that. We can give you a quick Richard, rejoinder. Richard is okay with that. If you got the time. What am I Richard? supposed to respond to? I think it was that Philip wants to give you a quick rejoinder, and then we're going to give you the last word before we go into Q and A, Richard. Sure, shoot. Yeah. Um, so you can say the same thing about like buying vegan products from non-vegan companies, right? You know that the employees at these vegan companies are non-vegan, therefore they're going to use their uh, money to buy meat and therefore they're assholes and therefore you're giving a demand for non-vegan employees, right? Because if everybody bought from vegan companies where there's only vegan employees then there would be no non-vegan employees because they would not be able to find a job. Therefore, you're, resp- you're responsible for that. You're demanding that. And that entails a contradiction because that means that if you buy a vegan product, you're still not vegan and that's a contradiction. Thank you. Yeah, so when you buy vegan products, it's not entailed that you're buying, like you're buying, you're paying for somebody to eat meat, or you're paying for animals to be killed. Uh, if we're going to have the, the, if we're going to like end up saying that, okay, for any monetary transaction you make, uh, if somebody makes a bad monetary transaction with the money you gave them, you're responsible for it. Then, okay, is everyone guilty of war crimes because they, uh, you know, paid their taxes? Like, if we're going to have the standard, then, I mean, you'd, you'd be morally obligated to never make any sort of financial transaction at all because eventually it's going to lead to somebody doing something bad. Like, none of this is leading to a contradiction. The point I'm making here is that you know that the industries you're buying from, like the, the dairy and egg industry, you know that they're committing a holocaust. You know they rape, torture, and murder animals. And that is what you're paying for. Like, that's the problem here. It's not that... The the issue isn't, you know, hypothetically, they could, you know, have a, a wonderful industry where they never harm an animal. Your intent here doesn't matter. The fact is, you are supporting this harm. That's the issue. 
We are going to jump into the Q&A. want to remind you folks, we appreciate our guests. Two things. One, they're linked in the description, so we encourage you to check out their links, as well as, folks, want to encourage you, as always, really 99% of you do a fantastic job of this, and we appreciate you, is attacking the arguments instead of the person, as we really do appreciate these guys. And so we're going to jump into the Q&A. Thanks for your question. iPhone Musing says, shout out to Monkey, Pretzel, Bunny, Prismo, and Finn. Is that an inside joke for one of you guys? Yeah, kind of. His his cats are named Monkey, Pretzel, and Bunny, and then my cat is Prismo, and my dog is Finn. That's awesome. Gotcha. And then, <coughs> Stanley for Drew, thanks for your comment. Said it. Keep up the fantastic work. Some of my all-time favorite debates have been on this channel. Thanks for your kind words, Stanley for Drew, and it's all credit to the guests, such as our guests that we have on today, and that's why you should check out their links. And Bubblegum Gun says, paying taxes funds war and murder, though. No ifs about it. They did have a follow-up one that I think that they were, so they say, Philip, we know that the U.S. government is killing. Are you going to stop paying your taxes? You like the benefits of slavery, but just want to play blind about it. It's very orange lib left. What does that mean? Um, I'm not sure, but uh, thank you for your question or your statement. Um, I appreciate it. Um, I'm not the one claiming that consumers are responsible for the industry. I'm trying to grant that and then see how that leads to so yeah you can say that paying taxes well you can say that paying taxes is necessary but say like donating um to the government or whatever you're supporting war crimes or or even just using your internet that's supporting the oil and the wars that come from oil i'm not the one claiming that i don't believe that consumers are responsible for war crimes or just by paying taxes or responsible for every single thing i don't think buying a hollywood ticket you're paying for rape i don't i'm just using vegan reasoning applying it to other standards and seeing where that leads to so if you have if you think that's absurd then you're arguing against the vegan not me yeah so i I can respond to that too like unfortunately yeah some of your tax money does go to funding uh wars unjustifiable wars or war crimes the issue is like what's the best option um the, the thing is taxes do pay for a lot of good things like schools Healthcare, roads, uh, essential services that help uh, millions of people and save millions of people. So if I had the choice between not paying taxes and paying taxes, I think the choice that results in the best net benefit is paying taxes. Gotcha. And thank you very much for your question. Mark Dietrich Cochran says, what does vegan gains think about sustainable small family farms where animals are raised with respect and the soils are improved? Yes. So um, I I don't see how murder is justifiable because it's sustainable. You wouldn't agree with treating humans this way. If we could have human farms where humans improve the soil quality and humans are murdered sustainably, you wouldn't um, agree to something like that. So I'd say name a trait, name a trait that's lacking animals, that's lacking in a human being would justify the same sort of treatment with trait equalized human beings. There's also plenty of ways to improve soil quality without having to murder animals um, we can use artificial fertilizers. Uh, they're just as good for uh, maintaining crop yields and uh, nutrition as manures are. Uh, manures are actually relatively low quality usually um, in terms of like using it as a fertilizer. So I, I, I don't see the justification there. Gotcha. And this one from iPhone Musings says, Philip, just go vegan. You have big muscles. Just use them to reach that extra eight inches in the grocery store for the plant milk instead of the cow milk. Your thoughts? Uh, thank you. I appreciate um, your question, man. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, like, I do agree that we should all try to, like, uh, move towards veganism, just like how we should all try to move towards being better people. Um, the question is, is it a moral obligation? And yeah, I am actually cutting down a lot of um, animal products I consume. You know, if I see a good vegan option, I'll definitely go for that. Um, I'm cutting down how much eggs I consume. Then, yeah, um, I am um, I am working towards just how I believe everybody should work towards a better consumerist lifestyle. I just don't think it's obli- obligatory. Gotcha. And this one from Bubblegum Gun says, morality is a scam used by the government to hold a monopoly on violence. Violence is just a necessary part of life. Just accept that we all kill. Plants are alive. (laughs) Okay, well, I only care about sentient life. I I don't care if I kill non-sentient organisms. I think sentience is really the thing that makes you know a life valuable without sentience then you can't experience anything including well-being so who cares and uh, if he's going to claim oh well morality is a scam it's just to monopolize violence well okay like it does that mean we should get rid of laws we should get rid of you know government should everybody should be able to murder kill rape commit like tribal genocide it's just absurd idea Gotcha. In this question, oh, wait, wait, sorry. I just want to. I just want to say um, that's probably the only thing me and Richard are going to agree on that that the, how dumb that comment was. Uh, hopefully, it was a troll. But thank you for uh, for that question or the donation. Juicy. This one coming in from iPhone Musings is at it again. Says Philip, <laughs> you were almost vegan. Just take small steps. Start with just on. Am I saying this right? Trend baloney. "Quote unquote sandwich <laughs> a week instead of two." Yeah, I'll do, thank you for your donation, and I'll uh, definitely uh, look into that. Um, yeah, I mean, I've been vegetarian for like I think four and a half years now, um, and you know, maybe I'll go vegan one day if it if it becomes very easy for me to. Then definitely I will. Gotcha. And this question coming in from Sunflower for you, Vegan Gain, said, how is taste pleasure any more gratuitous or selfish than excess calorie intake to have an aesthetically pleasing physique? Yeah, so I think um, things like fitness, exercise, um, looking good, I I think it does give you a far more enriching experience. gives you activities to do. It gives you something to strive for. It can uh, improve your relationships. Uh, it can do a lot, like it can positively influence the way you see yourself. I think uh, doing, you know, like eating excess calories to, you know, achieve those things, I think that's far more meaningful than just purely taste pleasure. Um, and by the way, um, you can eat excess calories as a meat eater, Um and uh, I, I still disagree with the crop deaths thing. Um, I, I, I'm not convinced that, uh, you know, killing insects is necessarily a problem. And I'm not convinced that um, you'd end up contributing to more death overall by eating like an excess amount of, let's say, wheat or beans uh, versus, you know, restricting calories and having more natural wildlife. Gotcha. And this question coming in from Ben Grosser says, Philip, the reason you are responsible for the bad practices is because your purchases incentivize those practices. Accept the responsibility. Uh, thank you for your donation, but I don't know uh, what the last part means, accept your responsibility. But I don't agree that um, it's a good point, but I just don't agree that what incentivizes other people, you're in, you're like um, now responsible for that, right? Like what if... Um, 
what if a guy comes up to you and says, like, suck me off or I'm going to kill five people and you not sucking me off, it's going to incentivize me to kill five people because you incentivize him. You're not responsible for that. Like, or like, like uh, people are incentivized by a lot of things, right? People are incentivized by religion, right? Does that mean um, if you're a pastor incentivizing someone because of your religion and now he shoots up a church, you're responsible for that? I just think you get into very weird territory. You, you, you need to elaborate on that a little bit more, but thank you. This one coming in from question. The answer says, at any rate, I'm starving. Thank you. And then next one, AF Katie says, hail Satan 666, although spelling Satan differently. But nonetheless, uh, we do want to take this as an opportunity to let you know whether you be Satanist, Christian, atheist, black, white, gay, straight, you name it, folks, Republican, Democrat. We're glad you're here as Modern Day Debate is a neutral platform, and we do want to welcome you no matter what walk of life you're from. We are glad that you're here hanging out with us. And so the next question, Donald Anderson says, Phil, replace the cows by humans. Is it morally obligatory to buy their milk at the groceries? Yes or no? Um... For replace the cows with humans, um, it would have to go through my criteria in the process of procurement. Do you have to inflict harm in order to extract the item from its source, right? So if you do not have to inflict harm, in many cases with a human context, humans can actually um, express very strong disregard in having their milk extract, right? Um, therefore, if a human does not want to have their milk extracted from them, then extracting their milk inflicts harm. You, you have to inflict that harm, right? Um, whereas, but if you have a human that uh, is, doesn't really care, is like indifferent towards whether or not you extract their milk from them, then yeah, I don't see, if, the, if a woman's like, yeah, take my milk, I don't really, I'm indifferent towards it, then yeah, I don't see necessarily anything wrong with that. Similar to how uh, with cows, um, you, you put a cow and a bull together, they have sex, it actually wants you to milk it, you know? So it, it doesn't express any harm <coughs> or any um, disregard for that. So I don't think you have to inflict harm and therefore you're not really responsible. Okay, I just want to respond to that. He's not acknowledging the entire life cycle of these animals. If we were to put humans in this sort of context, you'd also have to agree that it's okay to forcibly breed human, oh, sorry, it's okay to bring a human being into existence for the purpose of being milked and not giving them, giving them a choice whether or not they, they can like choose to have free life or you know be milked. Like these animals, regardless of whether they want a, a choice or not, like or regardless of whether they want to be milked, uh, they have no option. And they're also genetically modified so that they produce more milk. So it's actually painful. There's pressure that builds up in their udders. So the only way to relieve that pain is to be milked. So claiming that, oh, some cows want to be milked, they'll go. Like, no, they, they actually don't. It's just that they're trying to relieve pain that's being inflicted on them by humans, by genetically modifying them. So you're not acknowledging their entire life cycle. And by the way, they're also all murdered in um, in commercial agriculture. So like, are you saying you're okay with human beings being murdered in commercial agriculture? Uh, yeah, I'll just do a quick response to that. Um, no, because uh, murder is not um, a necessary part of that process. And so also uh, genetically modifying them, um, depending, like, I don't really see that harm is entailed with genetic modification. And I also don't see how um, uh, bringing a cow into the world for a purpose is necessary to get its milk at all. So apply it to the human context as well. Um, those, I wouldn't be convinced that the consumer is responsible for that. 
This one coming in from Damien Stoy. Thank you very much. It says, eat plants, not animals. Thanks, James, for all your hard work. Thank you and all credit to our guests as we do appreciate them. They're linked in the description. Dave Gar says, for both, please recommend a vegetable knife for me. I have no idea. I, I'm not a big knife guy, so I like ceramic knives. They stay sharp longer. Maybe check out something like that. Yeah, um, yeah. thank you for your question, but I don't, I don't know knives either. Amazing. Daver, thanks for your question, <laughs> says, Vegan Gains, name the trait that makes it okay keep to keep cats and dogs as pets, but not okay to keep them, to keep humans as pets. Yeah, so um, cats and dogs are essentially like mentally disabled. They're they're dumb, and uh, they also can't be allowed out in the wild. Uh, they're carnivorous animals for one thing. So especially cats, they're extremely effective hunters. So they'd end up just killing an insane amount of animals. Uh, so would dogs. Um, or you'd get a circumstance where they'll they'll just end up dying. Um, so I wouldn't say there isn't any trait. Well, I guess you could say the trait is intelligence. Um, yeah, I guess the trait would be intelligence. Um, carnivore. I, I guess trait would be carnivore where they'd murder other things. And you just have to make decisions to support their well-being. I kind of see um, pets as like mentally disabled children or adults. You know, if you have an adult that's mentally disabled, like you do have to restrict their freedoms to benefit their well-being and possibly the well-being of others. Uh, there are some like mentally disabled people who are who have like um, who are a danger to other people. So um, I guess those would be the traits. Uh, I'm also against the pet industry, by the way. I'm against animal breeding. If you're going to own a pet, um, rescue it. <clears throat> Man, thank you very much for this question. V-Y-B-Z Cartel says, <coughs> Vegan Gains, you say that coconut oil should be avoided due to its high saturated long-chain fats. Would I absorb these calories if I used it as a lubricant? Um, I'm pretty sure using coconut oil as a lubricant is fine in terms of health. I know a lot of people do use it as a sex lubricant. Um, as far as using it as an anal lube, I, I know I've gotten this question a lot, whether or not it will raise your cholesterol score. I really don't know because, uh, you know, theoretically, if you get coconut oil up your butt, it'll be absorbed. Um, I'm not sure. I'd say maybe experiment. Um, you can get your blood tested, see your cholesterol score, try using coconut oil as a lube for a month, and then see if there's any change. Noted. Thank you. And this one, Kaz Mara says, Philip, the animals that produce dairy and eggs eat grain slash food that entiles pesticide use on the soybeans. You're responsible for a lot of pesticide use. I think um, that entiles thank you for your, entails. Um, oh, entails. I got you. Thank you for your question. Um, yeah, um, pesticide use is not... Um, necessary to satisfy my demand, right? You can grow, you can imagine you can grow a crop without pesticide use and then use it to satisfy my demand, right? I agree that collectively, um, you, in order to, su to um, supply such a large demand for a collective, you would have to use pesticide use. But for my own personal demand, um, nothing is entailed with growing a crop and sending it to me that you have to use pesticide use. So I don't, under my criteria, I'm unconvinced that cons that I'm responsible for that. Uh, if the harm, if you don't need to inflict that harm. Gotcha. And we have one from Dave Langer, which was 
are for vegan gains they said are you against using amazon and using smartphones like the iphone because of the way their workers are treated at those companies no so um there are different economic realities in different countries and um boycotting certain products like say an iphone because foxconn treats their employees like crap um, it wouldn't necessarily give these workers a benefit. In fact, it would probably be detrimental. Uh, generally speaking, people choose the best job available to them uh, that makes the most amount of money, requires the least amount of work. If these employees are working at uh, companies like Foxconn, that's probably the best job available to them. And if we were to, the world were to boycott iPhones or I don't know, any other technology or products where workers are you know, treated unfairly, let's say, uh, in your eyes, that would just make it so they probably have to do a worse job. They have fewer job opportunities and less economic opportunities, so I don't see it helping. I think if you want to help workers in foreign countries, that has to uh, start with legislation. Um, and I think a way towards that, too, is to give them these economic opportunities. Like The reason why a lot of workers in foreign countries are treated so poorly is because they don't have the money to treat them any better. Like They don't have the safety, safety standards here or worker benefits they have here because they just can't afford it. Gotcha. And with that, folks, as mentioned, we are pumped about a lot of upcoming upcoming debates, including next week, Vosh versus T-Jump on the super straight debate. You don't want to miss it. I'm going to be back in just a moment with other upcoming debates that I'll share with you. And so thanks for coming by Modern Day Debate. Thanks so much, Richard and Philip. It's been a true pleasure to have you guys. Thank you so much, James. And thank you, Richard. And thank you, everyone that's watching. Folks, do check out their links in the description as we really do appreciate them. And if you haven't already, click on those links down in the description box, and I will be back in just a moment. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.